William. Now then, Ray Winston here. The real one. Close enough. Doing a new podcast with me mate Tony. Soprano, that is. Oh, how you doing? Talking all the big stuff. Birds, scraps, films. And of course, men's mental health. With studio guests such as Arch Feminist and Top Broad, Deborah Francis White. And disgraced scumbag comedian, Deborah Laughs. Something for everyone. We're trying to be better men, ain't we, Tony? That's right. We're bad boys done good. Available on YouTube and to download on all good audio platforms. Go on, get off your hands, you dopey c- Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to another edition of your favourite podcast, Insane in the Membrane. Insane in the Membrane. We are back, back once again with the Renegade Master. Hello everyone, uh, Rich Wilson here, once again bringing you one of the finest podcasts in the land. Uh, you find us in the middle of Mental Health Awareness Week, which is running from the 15th to the 20th of May. Uh, mind are focusing this year on the uh, cost of living crisis, which is having a, an, uh, a real impact on our mental health at the moment. And uh, we talk about that in this episode briefly. You know, talking about, I listen, whatever you think of the royal family, it's up to you. I'm not here to judge or tell you whatever. You know, I've got my opinion, you've got your opinion. And opinions are neither right nor wrong. They are just opinions, as we've we've discussed many times on here. I just find it, I found it a little bit jarring that, you know, in the middle of a, you know, fuel fuel prices, food prices, people are actually shoplifting in order to feed kids which is ludicrous absolutely disgusting that that is happening meanwhile we've got this big party going on for a man who's uh, wearing his mum's hat and that, listen I'm, I'm a comedian I'm joking right but at the same time I think it would have been more beneficial if he'd have gone do you know what here's some money let's sort the people out and I still get to you know still get to be you know I still get to become the king um, and, and you know I think it should have been a bit more thoughtful to, yeah, I, could, I could rant about this all the time let's help the people and then the people will be happy to support you I don't know why that's such a difficult thing for government 
and people in these positions to understand if you take care of us we'll support you that's it it's that on a fundamental level you know give us water give us food stop charging us through the arse for everything you know so we can live let us live and then we'll support you how about that anyway that's enough of that i get too involved i get too caught up in it i need to stop but my missus kate loved it she loved all the pageantry and that um and there is something there is you know on the scale of it when you look at it it's, it's impressive you see we saw them practicing uh, i did a gig near westminster bridge and uh, we saw the bands going over at night after we'd finished the gig on the tatchell castle the boat show and uh, and it was uh, it was impressive watching the bands go along and brilliant fantastic musicians but there we are it's a fight for another day it's a fight for another day and I, it's a fight i don't want to have let's just it, we all let's agree let's just take care of people and then you know that's what we should be th- focusing on anyway my guest this week is the wonderful robin morgan now, i've known robin a few years we've gigged together many times he's always always just positive every time I see him and we talk about that in the episode like every time I see him he always seems to be on the right side of you know right side of up and down which is happy and um and then we talked about it on here and he was very honest about it and it was a wonderful conversation uh we talk about Prince Charles going to the Antiques Roadshow <laughs> that'll come up uh, I won't spoil it but uh, yeah we had, that was quite a funny chat but um uh, yeah we're, we're, listen I, know, I do this every time I talk about what's, what's coming on rather than just letting you listen to it Look, I hope you're well I hope you're good thank you patrons for your continued support uh, as the advert said become a patron support this podcast we really appreciate it if you could do that it's only a couple of quid a month that'd be wonderful um but if you can't afford it you can't afford it you know we've already talked about that we've already, you know you know, you, you can't afford to... You know, we're watching the, the coronation. Some people couldn't, couldn't even afford to boil the kettle for a cup of tea. So, you know, I get it. But listen, let's stop all that. Let's get on with the episode. Coming up in a minute is the lovely, brilliant Robin Morgan. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing... Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Insane in the membrane. 
Hello and welcome to another edition of Insane in the Membrane. And this week I'm joined by the brilliant comedian and, and broadcaster, Robin Morgan. Hello. Hello, mate. You OK? Yeah, good, mate. How are you, lovely Robin? Pretty good, thank you. Yeah, can't complain. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. Every time I see you, you're always the right side of, like, sunny and happy. And I imagine it's not all the time, but... I don't know, Every like, I, I, like uh, people always say like, you, like that I'm a positive person, mm. um, but yeah, no, it's, it's rare that I'll ever, you know, go in grumpy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, sort of, yeah, it's, it's, it, I think it is, I don't know whether it is a front or anything, but no, I feel, I feel pretty chirpy all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, is, this is, every time I think about you, and I think about you often. Thank you. I, um, you're there, you, every time, it's always a positive, like, radiant smiley face you know and you're just it's, and every time i bump into you every, wherever it is it's always like how are you doing are you good are you well and that, and it just seems and i don't think it is a front it does feel like it's a natural kind of yeah just yeah I, th- I think so like um yeah i mean obviously there's, there's there's points that like uh i don't feel like super enthusiastic and, and happy but, but but honestly they're sort of few and far between i feel like i've been relatively lucky with um with my head and stuff mm. over the, you know over the past few years and things and yeah no I, yeah I, th- I think it's just you know equally i love what i do and it's nice that we, we see each other at gigs or other yes. fun things and i'm sure in the morning if i've been working up with the kids it's, i'm not like hey let's start the day but it's um <laughs> but usually i feel very fortunate to be doing what i'm doing and why not go into it with a bit of um bit of positivity I think you're right. That, yes, I think you're right. Actually, I love what we do, even even when it's been. I don't know you've been stuck in traffic for six hours. It's raining, or you haven't got a lot of money, or whatever's happening. I'm always happy to be at a gig. I'm like, oh yeah, this is yeah. this is it. I'm happy to do to be doing this. And for, for sure, I think, yeah. I think like the um, I was chatting to a comic about. I was chatting to Jacob Hawley about it last week. Oh yeah, and um, uh, the, the first sort of gig I did when things opened up post lockdown was I did warm up before a drive-in movie in a field no. just outside the M25. So, but they were all in their cars and they couldn't hear me. And it was just, you know, flash your lights, honk your horns if you're sort of enjoying it type <laughs> thing before like they showed Greece. But I was saying to him, like, I, I, I love that drive. I really miss that. Like, I don't think before COVID, I don't think I realized how much I sort of um, identify and put stock on what I do. And I think like, I had a proper like sort of identity crisis a little bit when I couldn't do that thing that I really define myself by. But also that time on your own, which you get driving, I think yes. is really good. Like this, and it's rare to kind of, you know, and then you get to the gig and then you're sort of chatting with people and then you're being, you know, you're on to an audience and stuff. Whereas that sort of solo time, I think is really nice and important. But um, yeah, totally, you know, I always feel lucky to be doing what I do. And I think it's nice to sort of take stock and go, oh, a year ago, I would have killed for what, I was, what I'm doing now or this gig. And you know, sometimes you're like, yeah, you know, it's traffic and you're doing this gig and it's raining or whatever. But like, again, 10 years ago to be doing like a circuit gig on a Saturday, fuck yes, that's amazing. Yeah, absolutely, man. We forget. It's easy to forget, and some people do. And when they, I've had it over the years, once or twice, uh, comedians come in and and they go, "Oh, let's just get this done and we can get home, can't we?" And I'm like, "No, oh, I like yeah. it. I, I don't want that. I don't, I'm enjoying this. I like, I like doing what we're doing." And you're right about that alone time in the car. When it suddenly dawned on me that oh, I could be listening to something, mm. whereas I would just before I was like trying to get to the gig. 
and now like, I know utilize your time. So now, yeah, the the the, the blessing that is podcasts and audio books. My God, you know, I can I can now say that I've I'm not, I've not read it, but I've listened to the Odyssey, Homer's yeah, yeah. The Odyssey. You know, I can now. I, that's now some. It's, it's, and I, well, to be honest, I. It seems to me that that's what every single Marvel Marvel film's been based on, forever. Oh, or okay. every single film. If you <laughs> listen, if you, if you know the story, it's just like a DC is coming back from the thing, and then he's got to do the thing, and then this happens, and the, and you're like, this is every film ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've 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 not read nor listened to it, but equally, I don't think I've seen a single Marvel film. Have you not? No. How do you manage that? I don't Beat know. Whether you like them or not, but like, um, I feel like I didn't watch any of the first ones, and then it felt like there's too much. Yeah. And I get, I get, sort of think. I think that if if uh, if I watch one out of order, does that ruin it? It feels like <laughs> I, I, I feel like if I was going to watch that, I'd have watched it by now. Like, yeah. Yeah, do you know if you're into it, you're into it. But yeah, I I didn't really know because I I mean I, yeah I'm, I was a fan of comic books growing up, but mm. well, you know when I was a kid, but I didn't really so I so now everyone it, when I so when so like Marvel movies so like technology sort of got to a point where you could make these these massive films. You know, make you go. Oh, right. These are like the comics now. This actually. Whereas before, sure. when I was a kid, I remember Spider Man was wearing like a like a customized pair of tights. And, yeah, um, it's all very camp and Bat yeah, Batman and Robin, yeah. Adam West yeah. type yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, which was great. But now the technology means that superheroes can be as they were in the comic books. And you're so well. You know, Captain America turned up, and I was like, oh, I'll go and watch that. And then. But then suddenly everyone's going, oh yeah, this is this is the origin story of this, and then that becomes that, and then and then and then Gal uh, Guardians of the Galaxy's part of it as well, and then the, and then you're sitting there, you're going, um, okay, so this is all built up to one story. Oh yeah, listen, if you if you read this, that, and the other, and you're like, I haven't got time, I haven't got time, yeah, yeah, to, to, and you know, and it's one of those things that if you watch one out of sequence, I don't think I don't think it'll. You won't. It won't. You won't go. What's going on? It yeah, yeah, of... sure. I guess. I guess they have to make him sort of standalone in the sense of like, you know, yeah, a fair weather fan could sort of stumble across, but then they'll pepper in kind of stuff for the for the little nerds and stuff, and they'll be like, oh yeah, this this is a reference to this, which I love. But like, equally, I feel yeah. like it's not. I, I feel like I'm not in that community. I love that people are like. I love when people get properly like into stuff and like, you know, that's yeah. that's that's their thing and stuff. But it, equally, sometimes I think, oh, if it's not me, it's not for me, and I don't want to take any enjoyment out of. What, what 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 you enjoy, you know, each their own. So we won't be seeing you at any comic cons anytime soon. I mean, soon, if, if, as... if the money's right, mate, I'll do anything. I'll do absolutely anything. <laughs> All right, we'll keep you to that. We'll yeah, find yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll find something for you. <laughs> so what do you do then? If you what what are you into? What sort of things do you do? Um, is there anything? Is there anything you have a passion for other other than comedy? And yeah, so I, I think like post COVID, I started going to um, so moved back to my hometown of Cardiff and went to and I've been going to a lot of more lot more music gigs, which was music mm. was always like my first sort of like passion, I reckon. Um, yeah, so like going on sort of. Uh, I used to have like a really cool bar flying Cardiff, and there's loads of brilliant venues here. And I used to just sort of go on the website listings and see who's coming up, try and find some of the artists, and go, oh, I like this one song, and it's like eight pound a ticket, so why not just go along? So I used to love doing that. And then comedy became my proper like. I was a comedy nerd, loved it, watched everything, YouTube clips, every every comedy show on TV, I'd watch that. 
then I saw who was it I think maybe Russell Howard was doing like a new material or doing like yeah, a well, Thursday yeah. at Cardiff Glee so snuck in there under like when I was 17 um, and then saw they were hiring and then got a bar job there and then met Clint uh, Edwards uh, there oh, nice. who, then, who then booked me to do a gig um, yeah and then it sort of started from there so yeah music I think is like enjoying going to um, I feel like I used to really love discovering new bands and feeling like have you heard this band and sort of like being that kind of arbiter of taste and going like well I'm kind of not like sort of too cool to listen to like the mainstream stuff but I really loved that idea of you discovered I think you get that with comedy as well and I guess all art like you, you, you feel like it's I've discovered this this is a personal relationship that I have with this with this artist and what they're yeah, creating yeah, yeah. Um, equally football um, been going to oh, load, yeah. loads of Cardiff games. My, took my son to his first Cardiff game a couple of weeks ago, which is really sweet. First time he's, he's since the World Cup, he got really, really into football. Oh, really? Um, just watching it constantly. He knows who's playing. Who's who, like which team? Which players? Which nationality? What position they play? He's just become like his brain is just obsessed with it. <laughs> and um, I'd like to say that it's you know. I mean, I haven't pushed him into it. We watch, we watch some sort of World Cup games. It is a shame that, like, when I tell the story, it's like, yeah, he really loved the worst human rights abuses World Cup. That's what, that's what got him into it. He hates human rights, and that's what he's really, really enjoyed football for. Um, but yeah, going to going to Wales games and stuff. So yeah, I think a mixture of sort of live live music and um, and football. I'm trying to sort of do the audiobook thing in the car. I feel like I kind of got yeah. out, I think I got burnt out by podcasts a little bit pre-COVID. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I discovered you can sort of listen to things on like 1.5 speed and just like get all the, <laughs> get, get all the classics that I never read as a kid. But I feel like, oh, yeah. okay, now I've read slash, do you feel, do you feel like you, you can't say I've read this if you've listened no, to I it? No, I can't. It's weird, isn't it? Because you've consumed it, but you can't say yeah. I've listened to Treasure Island. You're like, what? <laughs> It's like you paid an old man to read you a story at bedtime. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't feel the same. I know there's yeah. probably a, a probably a snobbish thing somewhere mm. where some you, you there's a there's a, we sort of yeah people would go we haven't read it and you go yeah but I know the story and yeah. I've listened to it so and in, to be honest it was easier to have someone read it to me than it was for me to try and imagine. Yeah, yeah. What I was reading because I read I read on the road Jack Ker- Jack Kerouac. Yeah. And it wasn't until I heard I had the audio book and I listened to it, and I, I'd, I'd in my imagination I'd said it in completely the wrong time, so everything sure. was dusty and great. It was more like I'd said it in the depression, okay. rather than the the forties and the the fifties, and so it just didn't it it made more sense when I listened to it. Yeah, that's interesting. I, yeah, I, I I can't ever say like I've read this like I've, like. I listened to, and it's like a book on tape. I've read it on tape. It's that kind of thing, isn't it? But um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a weird thing. I mean, I always hated people saying at uni, like, what are you reading? What are you reading at university? No, you're, you're studying. You're paying, you're paying a lot of money to, 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 to study. I know, paying. <laughs> I find it, there is a, it's funny with football as well, even, I, I think I, I mean, I've talked about this a lot on here. The fact that I don't follow football, mm. it doesn't, it hasn't, it didn't, it, it didn't. I, I've been to football and yeah. I've been surrounded by, by football my entire life. And my my youngest son is into it, and everyone I know is into it. And it it would have it would have made my life a lot more easy easier if I'd been into it. But the spark didn't it just didn't yeah. go off the same way it did with music and so I've spent my life just not being able to communicate with people because I don't follow football and they get really annoyed that I don't sure and they get really annoyed if I try like if I 
I've been with, I was with a comic, a big comic, I won't say his name, but there was a, I think it was like the FA Cup, or something was on, and the second night I was with him, the show manager went, oh, you can go up and sit in Thingy's room and watch the football with him if you want. I went, yeah, fine, all right, so I'm sat there, and I was trying to talk about it, and he was getting more annoyed, because sure. he just knew I didn't care, and I went, I'm going to go, I'll let you do this, and yeah. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> it's, um, it's a weird tribal thing, isn't it? I think, like... Um yeah, it's it's. I, I don't. Th- I think people who really define themselves. I think with anyone, if you define yourself by by one thing or two things, I think that's a recipe for disaster because we're all kind of like nuanced creatures, yeah. aren't we? Um, which I guess is sort of like how the culture war stuff like gets stoked up when if you're so far on one side of an argument and that's all you define yourself by, then you're just going to go fucking mad, aren't you? Yeah. I find it. I find yeah. I think the, the, the fact that people go, this is this is what I believe, this is it, mm. and 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 you're like, yeah, but, but there's more, like you just said, nuance is such a such a great word because people ignore it all the time, and it, and it goes, there's more to it than that. And if, if you're not open to to debate, you know, like with football, I could easily turn around and go, football shit, I don't mm. follow it. It's just a lot of millionaires running around. You're all idiots for paying as much as much money as you do. But then, you know, when you have a conversation with people, a reasonable conversation, they go, no, well, you know, it's a thing that brings people together and it's, you know, it's a it's a thing for good. And, you know, for that, for that, those 90 minutes, people aren't, it's, you know, people are sort of on a, on a, they're on a level together. You know, mm. you've, you found your group and you kind of go, oh yeah, these are my people. And yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. Yes, yeah. Totally. I think there's, there's, there's a lot of things wrong with this sort of, um, I feel like such an old man saying this, but there's, there's a lot of things wrong with the modern game. And I think so much of that is kind of like capitalism in general, where they're bringing out a new shirt for 90 quid every single season. But I think there seems to be a bit of a kickback. I think Brentford um, aren't releasing a new kit every single year. It's just to sort of well, like really? to save people. I, th- I think it's Brentford who are doing that. But um, yeah, as you say, kind of like... Um, it's it's an escape for people, isn't it? I think that mm. sort of that COVID thing of when the fans weren't allowed in the stadium. I think it is a it is a bit of a an outlet. But yeah, I think you know the yeah the millionaires running around a pitch and it is there are things that are f- like inherently funny. Like I own lots of Wales and Cardiff shirts, but the idea that like seventy thousand people basically cosplay. At, at stadiums <laughs> up and down the country every single day that is funny like grown men being like I've got my my favourite player's name on my back that is really funny and they wear trainers that look like football boots yeah 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 and, totally. and just, I saw a family once when I was coming back from I was coming back from Marrakesh and we were in the airport and there was a, a family next to us and they were all full kit yeah. wankers both kids mum and dad in their Chelsea kit Full kit, knee-high socks, yeah. trainers that look like football boots, the lot. And I'm like, that is that is uh, simultaneously impressive and sad as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I thought anyway. No, I think I think the full kit thing is absolutely fascinating. So, like, we've got my kids. Like, um, I think it worked out as like once you hit five or six, you stop buying a, like a a junior kit you start buying a child's kit and the junior kit comes with the shorts and the socks Uh, whereas whereas uh, from sort of six up you then have to buy all these things separately so yeah for like a mum and a dad to go and we'll add the socks and we'll add the shorts you're spending like an extra 40 quid each it's um just to yeah essentially sort of like dress up yeah it's funny 
but then you kind of but then I was like well do you know what that's a nice thing that they're I hope they're all into it it sure. seemed like they were all into it it wasn't like dad was like forcing it on them they all seemed <laughs> yeah. that was it I, you know better for, you know if you're you know sometimes I know there's, there's people I know that they've had football sort of forced upon them yeah but that looked like they were all into it and it was a thing that bonded them because they're wearing the socks as well and you go, you're into this. Yeah. This is this is a nice family. They're into their things. I mean, they're, they're Chelsea fans, really so not a nice family. <laughs> a, a, a bunch of racists. That's what they were. Yeah. <laughs> isn't it funny how that's yeah you 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 as soon as you see someone like that you straight away you go right chelsea chelsea mean this they yeah. represent that and blah 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 and um it's the same with the well, so with the with the so my wife and i had a bit of a discussion the other day because she was excited for the coronation right. just because her mum her mum's a royalist and her nan was into it and so she's been brought up with you know the, you know the, the love of the royal family and thing and it, you know she was like She's like, look, I get it. She goes, I understand that this is really bad timing, you know, putting on this lavish party when there are people can't even afford to boil the kettle whilst they're watching this. And um, she goes, but I really like it. I'm just, it's just in me to enjoy the pageantry of it. And we had a real discussion because it just annoyed the fuck out of me. <laughs> so I was just like, this is so, this is so short-sighted. You know, and then everyone, and then he showed you the people with their Union Jack hats and their flags and all that. And I straight away went, you're a racist and you're a racist. <laughs> and it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's such a terrible thing to assume. I think um, I think it's fine, isn't it? Like, <laughs> I, I think it's absolutely fine to assume these people are all racists. Um, <laughs> no, but like, as you say, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a tribal thing, isn't it? It's, it's what they enjoy. And I feel like it is a distraction. Mm. And I feel like it is... It is entertainment at its core, I think, now, um, isn't it? It's kind of like it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's column inches and it's kind of... Um, I was reading an article about um, Kate Middleton and like sort of her um, ev evolution, I suppose, as a royal of how like obviously she has her causes in terms of like the first few years of, of child's life and stuff and how she's had to balance it, not in the same way as Meghan being like, this is what I do. It's very kind of like delicate, delicate, delicate. Like mm. it must be insane to be in that family. It must be utterly, oh, yeah. utterly insane. Like, even like one of the, I'm obsessed with like the, the ones who are like 14th, 15th, because that's the best bit, surely. And not if your dad's yeah. Prince Andrew, but like what, one of the other ones. <laughs> he sort of just like gets away with sort of going, I'm never going to have to do this and I can kind of just step away from it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, um, I think I think they might have changed it now, but like I think all the members of Coldplay used to get the same, used to have like get 25% of the earnings and stuff. But right. But like the other three could just walk down the street. Yes. As multimillionaires. That's what you want, isn't it? You just want sort of like all the all the dollar, but then just be able to like live your life. That's it, yeah. I saw Chris Martin at um, Heathrow. I was... Uh, I can't remember what I was doing. I, was, I mean, I you probably saw the other three as well, you just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, I, he sort of darted through everybody. He had his hood up. Sure. And I just happened to catch his face as he kind of went between us. And so I didn't... Yeah, the others probably just walked through with their bags yeah, and yeah, yeah. on holiday. <laughs> hood down, please fucking recognise me. <laughs> I'm in cold yeah. rain. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it's funny, yeah. It's like, that was that. It's all about racism. That was funny that when they were talking to, to there was someone who was asking people that were camped out, and they're going, um, "Oh, are you? So, what do you make of that Prince Andrew being oh, yeah, here?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're going, "Well, you know, 
He's, he's, he never got tried in a court of law, so blah, blah. And you go, they paid a woman off. Yeah. <laughs> they paid her off. So the story would go away, and you're going, no, he just wanted it to be out in the news. He just wanted it. And you're like, oh, wow. And then they went, yeah. well, what about Harry and Meghan? Absolutely not. They should not be here. They should. And you're like, you bunch of bastards. That yeah. poor fucker has been through so much. And he all he did was marry a woman that he loves. And you lot, uh, you'd rather... You'd rather uh, uh, a nonce was running around. <laughs> yeah, he's not a nonce, is he? But well, <laughs> at least because well, it, it was young girls, wasn't it? It wasn't necessarily children. But I think yeah. once once you start to get into the uh, the minutiae of that, <laughs> like, well, actually, it wasn't. To be fair, yeah. it was. It was still underage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it starts to get a little bit dicey, then, doesn't it? Yeah. But uh, it was interesting to see who they were defending and who they mm. weren't. And at the end of the day, you go, listen, yeah, this is your thing. This is not mine. I'm going to let you get on with it. And I'm going to... And so that's, that's it. I suppose that's one of the things that, like, um, you know, if, if people love Chelsea, great. Love Chelsea, spend your money on Chelsea. But I suppose there's that thing of, because it is so publicly funded, like, yeah, it's great if you love the Royals, but equally, maybe have a subscription service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be a great idea because it's and it's all, it's funny how we can find money for that. We can yeah. find money when the banks need it, but when it comes to feeding children, like the school kids that yeah, yeah, needed yeah. school dinners, and they were like, Oof, "I don't know about that." You're like, "Are you kidding?" Mm. Get the king to sell one of his mum's hats, and then maybe <laughs> that'll fund a few bits and bobs. But, but do it as like a car boot outside Buckingham Palace. <laughs> <laughs> Get some trestle tables up. I mean, imagine imagine King Charles going on Antiques Roadshow. I've got like, oh, wow. so much shit. So much shit. Do you have the receipt for it? No, we nicked it. We nicked yeah. a lot of it. <laughs> imagine if he went on there without telling them it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, that's what Harry should do in a big disguise. <laughs> Yeah, I just, oh, it was my, it was my dad, it was my grand, yeah, yeah, great yeah. grandfather's. Don't really know where he got it. It was just in the attic. <laughs> just going through the loft. <laughs> so the Elgin marbles. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing in it. They should start now. We know everyone's like, well, that you know, like famously, everyone jokes about the British Museum mm. being the only thing British about it is the building. Mm. Um, maybe they should start doing that. Just starting to build relationships around the world and go right. Sorry about that. Mm. <laughs> here's the, here, there's your things. Here are your things. I'm so sorry, but yeah. we, we there's still that there's still that and it's still still that kind of idea that we'll look after these because you can't can't be trusted <laughs> you, with this. You it's can't whole, be trusted with yeah, these for sure. It's um it's that British exceptionalism, isn't it? Like we're going to go over and like teach you how to not be savages. This is how civilized <laughs> people behave, and apparently it's killing and stealing shit. That's that's that's, that's it. That's civilized. There's a bit in um, um, Street Fighting Man, Tarek Ali, and he's got, and it's from a play that's in the book, and it talks about the fact that they go off, you know, like we we, we barrel around around the world, you know, killing and, and torturing and stealing under the pretense of bringing them culture. Mm. You know, like, ah, oh, you know, we yes, you got you are just living in the trees, and we're gonna we're gonna bring you out, give you a knives and forks, and we're gonna do this that, and you know, just this assumption that these people were just wandering around like animals until we turned yeah. up. Yeah, it's, it's totally. Yeah. How are you living before we introduce ten pin bowling to your society? <laughs> 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 well, I said that because I was talking about. I've mentioned this in here a few times as well, and you go, it's not about 
you know, if we if we got rid of because we, we need on this little island, we do need some cultural influences mm. from other places. You know, otherwise we'd just be piety Morris dancers. <laughs> but even some of them, that someone said like such a great slur. <laughs> <laughs> just a piety Morris dancer, mate. <laughs> a great slur. <laughs> But even apparently, and I've, I've said this on here before, I keep meaning to, to have a look, see where it is from. And Morris dancing isn't even ours. Oh, really? That's funny. It's from elsewhere. I don't know. But I mean, that, what you know. prick brought that over? <laughs> Some Guys, dirty nonce. It's the, it's the latest thing. They're going, this is like oops upside your head. Everyone is going mad for it. It's called Morris dancing. Christ. Oh, God, am I. Well, that's, I mean, that's just in the UK. Well, just in the, in the, in Britain considering I don't know it's just we've, we're just this horrible little like, bunch of ants in the, in England and we just go off and try and kick off with England with uh, Wales and Scotland and Ireland it's like, I don't know why we're so fucking angry in the UK why do yeah. we go and pick on other people yeah I think it's I think it's it's this um, it's this seeing the world pass you by I think the fact that like you know maps have the UK in the middle of it and how it loads like yeah. Af- I think I saw one version of a map where like I think Africa is not is, is way bigger than it what it looks like on maps but it's obviously just been like well well of course this little island is in the middle of it of course yeah, it's yeah, yeah. like oh, why has that happened why like <laughs> because you, you drew the first map did you like well I'm it's very main character energy isn't it <laughs> the UK's yeah. behaviour just in the middle there and then everything else kind of branched out came out from it yeah yeah and, uh, and the thing is when I have been lucky enough to travel with what we do, you know, I, I mean, I started most of my gigs starting in Wales. That's where I really started my oh, career. Really? Yeah. But it was Silky who's got a load of gigs. He got mm. me into it. But he, most of his gigs were in Wales along sort of Pembrokeshire and up in yeah. the valleys. So I, when I started, I spent most of my time in Blengaru and um, Pontadawi and Narberth and all the way along there. So, and uh, Wales is an incredible place. Tolerant, I feel. More tolerant it feels than down here. I yeah. might be wrong. No, that's interesting. I think it's I think it's certainly got its issues. I think I think it's trying to like government wise, it's really trying to sort of like um uh become more of a progressive country. And I think it has its own uh issues for sure and it has its mm. own poverty and every, everything else and like you know it, the majority of Wales voted for Brexit in twenty sixteen. I think it's oh, really it's got like um yeah, it's 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 got its stuff, but I but I feel like it's trying to sort of um, jump on Scotland's sort of like we are the sort of progressive state within the UK, and I think the COVID policy like showed that a little bit as well. And like free school meals was like a, a Welsh policy, and I think like five uh, p bags and banning smoking in hospital hospital car parks. Yeah, those those kind of sort of things that you would have expected a government to go. But this is all positive stuff like legislation mm. whereas the last 12 years has basically just been how do we how do we keep the status quo for the people in charge at the moment without actually putting anything forward like, I can't really think right. of, of many things that our, this government has done in its sort of 13 years being in charge maybe that's me being ignorant about it but yeah I, th- I, th- I think and I, I think that's just they're just devoid of policy now and they've just got which is why they're trying to stoke the cultural rules to try and sort of just get get votes that way but yeah, I think Wales. I, I spent last weekend in um, Snowdonia. Never been that far north oh, nice. in Wales, and um, so we stayed in Porth Madog. And then there's this beautiful village called Port Malion, 
like uh, yeah, Marseille. Like this Italian village, and it's sort of like all like beautiful painted houses. But we've got this steam railway through Snowdonia as well. Oh, um, lovely! Over to Avon. <clears throat> it was just it's incredible. Like there's like three national parks within about three hours of my house. It's insane. <laughs> it's, it's, so, it's so beautiful. Yeah, I remember we when I first went to Wales when I was eleven. We did a, a, a school trip to Snowdon, and uh, and so we stayed in. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but there's a there's a hostel uh, right by. Is it? I can't remember. If it's the pig track, but no, it can't be. It must have been the other, the easier one, wherever the easiest one is, because we were school kids. Okay. Do I remember it? And and then we studied Carnarvon, the castle, and we studied all around there, and it was such a. I, I think that would just that just stay with me because it was. I'd never been to anywhere that was that incredibly beautiful before mm. breathtakingly beautiful and i think wales is always that i mean that maybe why wales is always is a little bit of my heart devoted to it because it's like it hit me at a young age yeah you know yeah for and, sure uh, yeah I think it's um it's amazing to think in a few years that castle will be Weatherspoons, isn't it? Just, uh... <laughs> <laughs> With the <laughs> That's <laughs> well the way it's going. Yeah, yeah. they're going to have to because they're. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I try not to let all this. I mean, um, you know, I'm, all these things I'm saying now. I'll probably change my mind tomorrow. hundred percent. But and, and equally, <laughs> sort of like I, I think that's also fine. And you know, like I, you know, sometimes I think when I chat I chat on podcasts and stuff, like oh, if some, someone's going to clip whatever I say and show it back to me in ten years, mm. and you can kind of go, well, that's fine. I think like because yeah. you, do, you can change your mind and you can listen to people from different views and read up about stuff like I feel like every time something happens online the idea of you know like I, I get that people with platforms can you can use those platforms for good and stuff but then sometimes I see people getting called out oh you mentioned this but not this like well you're not a, an ambassador for everything no. that happens in the world and sometimes I think it's like do stuff in an offline capacity like I give money to charity but i don't say i've just given to this just giving thing. no yeah but it, it I, th- I think i've been trying to sort of do the last 18 months i reckon i've been trying to live offline a lot more than online i think it has helped me um yeah because i think that post-covid thing like covid like was the first time i sort of properly sort of had had a bit of a crisis and then coming out of that i think the the, the world becoming more online since then Yes. I think um, you know it's it's you know it's not a novel thing to say, but it's it, it's not that good for us, is it, to be sort of no. constantly doom scrolling and and taking in that amount of information? Our brains aren't um, ready for it. No, I've actually had to say I said to myself the other day because I realised I'd wasted a lot of time again just scrolling, looking at things, and I'm like, right, I'm gonna have to. This has to stop mm. because this is. I've got loads of stuff I'm sh- I should be doing. And I'm always up against it because I'm like, oh, deadlines tomorrow, mm. you know. And you just, and then I mean, I, I've got, I'm, I, I actually work well under pressure, so actually, it's all right. But I don't need that stress. Yeah, yeah. And all I've been doing is looking at people skateboarding into jelly, and I'm like, <laughs> I need to. Why am I watching that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, why aren't I watching that? Is the real question because that sounds mint. <laughs> <laughs> but it's always mad stuff like that, and it just, I'm just like, yeah, this is great, but come on, man. Yeah, you you've wasted. This is an hour now. You've been sat here. Yeah, Actually, as well. Like, like for example, time is rocketing by. Like today, I, I WhatsApped you because I hadn't, I hadn't seen that like, since October when you wished us yeah. congratulations on getting married. I'm like, oh fuck, 
that was that was October. That just mm. seems like that. Yeah. Time, time. I don't have time to watch chickens running around with drawn-on arms. <laughs> <laughs> I love that this is your feed. I love how for like a lot of a lot of blokes it'll be. Why is this all dancing girls on my TikToks? Because the algorithm knows you like dancing girls. That's yeah, why it's yeah, on there. But it's, it's you like jelly and chickens. <laughs> <laughs> just nonsense it's yeah, always yeah. something silly totally just, yeah but yeah time is just rocketing by mm-hmm. and, and I couldn't believe because I was looking for your email address and I was like oh, it's on here somewhere I'm sure I've got it and then I just oh fuck I didn't even reply to that shit and then it's oh, okay God. I think I text you on your wedding day so I think that's completely fair oh, that's enough right. if you if you don't <laughs> respond yeah I'm glad you didn't sort of cut your speech short to say thanks mate <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, like occasionally I get sort of texts on Christmas Day. Like some people like do like a big world broadcast message with like, Chris- Merry yeah. Christmas. And I just think, you don't expect me to reply, do you? Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, mean, I shouldn't have looked at it. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Like this is, this is like, I think there's, there's, certainly, there's certainly a couple of people who you'd go through the, the messages and it would just be, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> like, thanks. Uh... But I'm trying to stay, stay off my phone. So I'm trying to do. I think it's important. I think because I've said this on here before. My my so my daughter-in-law Mary, she's really she has to be organised because of her job, mm-hmm. and she's got posting notes up that up on the wall. And then she's actually she actually gives time. To, she designates there's a bit of time she gives just to social media. That's interesting. Every day, yeah. She goes right. That's where I'll look at that. It doesn't have to be as rigid as that, but I think yeah. there has to be. I, I've now got a list of things I need to do before I'm on my phone looking at stuff. Mm. I'm like, right, you've got to check out. Because there's so many ways you can be contacted now. I miss them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I'm having like, right, check. And I have to write, like, check the emails on these accounts. Check your messages on that. Get back to that person. And I have yeah. to write it all down because it's just got to a point I was just missing stuff. Yeah. No, it's, it, it, it's still the first thing I do before going... But when I wake up, is basically yeah. check check all the socials, and yeah. then it's it's pre- probably the last thing I'll do. And occasionally, I just find myself I've just picked up my phone, and I've just gone on Twitter. I'm like, why have I done this? Yeah, <laughs> just genuinely. Well, like I, I I did set up like time limits on it ages ago, where like I think if you hit like 30 minutes or 60 minutes throughout the day, it's like you've hit your limit. And then what I do is I click ignore and then just carry on <laughs> doing it inevitably. <laughs> I used to have a joke about um like I, I deleted Facebook and Twitter off my phone because it was making me sad. And now what I do is I just go on it on my web browser and it's exactly the same thing. I'm just <laughs> just dreadfully addicted. It hasn't helped me in any way. But it does make you sad. It does. Yeah. Oh. I've I've had to now stop looking at the news mm. because it, I can't. The feeling of hopelessness mm. was becoming. I was getting crushed by it yeah. because I was like, I can't. I am not in a position to help people coming over here in dinghies. I'm not in a position to, you know, if they were if they were in front of me and I could do something, then I'd do it. But I don't have the capacity to deal with everything that's going on. Yeah, I don't know how to deal with it, and me knowing about it just makes me feel guilty and shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm aware it's happening, and I do my bit. Like you've said, like you give to charity, you help people in your vicinity. You know, if you if you do if you can help in some way, you know, then fine. But I just couldn't. The feeling of hopelessness was awful. Yeah, really playing on my mind. I think it's the amount of information. Um, that, that, that we get like they, they've done studies about it like, the, like breaking news alerts and stuff like I sort of like wake up and I go oh this person I didn't know died yeah okay 
that's that's you know I guess that's what news sometimes is for and stuff. And I think sometimes people say why isn't why don't the news why doesn't the news cover good stories? And I suppose because you know it's it, what it, what is the responsibility of the news you know to, to to inform and stuff. And I guess that's why there's become markets for alternate sort of uh, news and things that kind of like skew to your beliefs and things. But yeah, yeah I think it's um, our, our brains haven't got any bigger in terms of the attention span that we've got no. and the amount of information we can take in. And now I think we take in... There was, a, there was a, a stat that I'm going to misquote now, but basically it's sort of like, compared to caveman times, it's like gone up, I don't know, like fucking 10,000% of the information. Like we, we, we get the same amount of day that I think we used to get a year or something yeah. like that. Like it's And that completely makes sense because every, every tweet is something new about an issue which I didn't know about. And then you see them the next person saying well actually no you're wrong about this like, actually you're wrong about this actually you're a racist like oh fucking hell only wearing a Chelsea kit what's going on <laughs> oh we're going to get complaints about that <laughs> oh it's fine take them on controversy that's what we want yeah that exactly sells- <laughs> yeah yeah this is the yeah cl- clip this bit I will take any Chelsea fan <laughs> <laughs> oh man but this is it, it? it's just yeah like you say there wouldn't there wouldn't be any they wouldn't take any notes of everything else we've said around it hmm. it would just be that little bit and then they go that's you, those are your beliefs that's, yeah, yeah, yeah that's who you are as a person and you're like no i said that as a joke and i didn't you know it just is it, it's in the moment and I'll probably, I'll probably change my mind tomorrow because that's what human beings do, and that's the same with everything. Like, there's like you, like you said before, like someone will say something online, and then they go, "Well, that's who you are. Those, those are your core beliefs." And you go, "Like, no, I was just, I was hungry. I was pissed off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was skint. I was this. I was that. And it just made me say a thing. And because I've, I've been guilty of that. Sometimes I'll be here. I'll hear myself say something. I go, "I don't think that. Mm. Why am I saying that? That's bollocks." I um I used to be quite bad for and maybe I still am. I used to be quite bad for uh, agreeing with uh, whoever I'm speaking to <laughs> currently. Yeah. Even if someone says, "Have you seen this film?" I'd be like, "Yeah, it's my favourite <laughs> film." Like I'll go so far in it. Oh, I've done um, that. Yeah. Just, just I think from a people pleaser thing. I think this is something yes. I'm, I'm trying trying to work on. I want them to like me. I want to have a connection. I want to have something to. I want to have the conversations. I, I guess you know lizard brain it's defense, just going, it's defense, totally yeah. if you say no is that a slight to them or is that the conversation done or will they not like me as much as a result of that but yeah it's um yeah the, the, the people pleaser aspect is something i'm trying to work on because i think like having boundaries and th- stuff is important and being able to kind of go no actually this isn't you know i, I don't know what my opinion is on this yet i'll i'll, I'll read out like let me get back to you i'll listen to you and listen to this and read this and listen to that and then i'll form yeah. my own opinion which will inevitably change throughout time as society changes and more data emerges etc but yeah i think but you can't say that in a tweet you can't you can't you can't put anything nuanced in that you have to you have to do it straight away and i feel like a little i, I don't want to ever sort of become this sort of like grumpy old man going like you know, the, the generation beneath me doesn't doesn't have it right because it's it's their world and society changes. And I guess you just got to kind of make sure you're staying true to yourself and evolve. You, you see it with sort of older, like certain older comics and stuff, yeah. like sort of really like the people who sort of loathe people filming stuff and putting it on TikTok, which obviously like, you know, putting crowd work reels up mm. and stuff isn't, you know, it will have an impact on like what people think comedy is. But, you know, if that's what they want to do, live and, live and let live, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah, it's, um, it's, yeah, it's funny with that. It, it, I was talking to someone the other day 
and he was because he's he's an older comic and he's had some videos that have gone out gone viral. Yeah, and um, and he's like, oh yeah, he goes yeah, but I got recognised the other day and I didn't like it. I'm like, well, that's part of the thing now. That's you've got to. That's where that's where we're at as a society. Uh, you've gone. It's it's not television so much. It's these viral videos. So mm. you've got yeah, you want your work to be known. Sometimes people are going to recognise you in a lift. So you know. You've got to go with it a bit, but it's, it's but it's a weird yeah. thing, isn't it? In that, like, I think the parasocial relationship of like what socials have done to people. I think that some people lean into it and go, you know, you know, when you're sort of doing like for ages, I hated doing like selfies and doing kind of like talking to camera bits of like I'm doing a gig here, you should buy tickets mm. and that kind of stuff. And I think a lot of that stuff came down to body issues and not really like li- liking what I looked like. Yeah, but so. then I think um, I think the, the the other side of that is people do feel a connection to to you if you're speaking because you're speaking directly to them it's like you're yeah it's, it's like you're you're facetiming them or whatever and i think that some people certainly do lean into that kind of idea of like it's that i love my fans so much it's it's that kind of thing and really trying to like my fans are amazing my fans can get discount merch with the code love you know sort of <laughs> like i feel like there's there's certainly a line between it is it is still a performer like I don't put pictures of my kids up on my socials no. years and years ago I think um, someone suggested like I do more content because like people think of you know you talk about being a dad on stage and a young dad and stuff which is you know so maybe you could like do videos with your kids and stuff and no disrespect to anyone who does it and stuff you know every, every, everyone's different but I feel like they, they haven't consented to being a part of it no. and you know they'll grow up and you know certain things I say on stage I'll say it from my point of view but yeah, I don't know. It, it makes me feel a bit. I still, I still think we're we're gonna we're in the wilderness with it all a little bit, and in sort of like yes. ten, fifteen, twenty years, we'll work out a what it's doing to us, and b like, you know, like, will we think of it as smoking? Like, what the fuck? You gave speed <laughs> to housewives? What the shit is this? You were giving um, cigarettes in hospital? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as medicine? Totally. So yeah, I think it's um. It's going to be interesting, I think, for sure. I think we're obviously... Yeah. Like, the fact that, like, TikTok is like a Chinese app, but I think kids in China can't go on it for certain... They, they, they set up time limits on it for their, for their kids. Right, right, like, right. Oh, because you know it's addictive. You know that it's, like, yeah. a complete, um, uh, like, drive killer, isn't it? If you're not, yeah. you know, you're going to be doing other stuff. Equally, people make, make decent money off it, and it's a career, isn't it? So... Yeah, I, I'm, I'm yeah. just arguing with myself because I'm such a fucking fence. I'm such a Lib Dem that I'm just <laughs> arguing with myself. I'm so BBC. You're like me. I just don't want to. Like I, I joked just now about being con- contro- controversial, mm. but I'm not. If you, if I say something and then someone goes, "Hey," and I go, "Yeah, sorry about that," and then I'm, yeah. I won't, I won't really, unless it's something I really believe. Totally. And then, yeah, but nine times out of ten, I go, "Oh yeah, sorry about that." <laughs> just for sure. But I, yeah. I, I think, I think you've got to have your own red lines of like certain, as you say, topics that you are really sort of like passionate about, or things that you genuinely think are like fundamental rights that you can't really sort of like. Uh, you know just disagree with people on but I think I think we, we all expect to have we have to have our red lines on every single topic and that's not healthy <laughs> because none of us are experts the amount of no. people who are experts in that said topic no yeah, uh, uh, you know finer you know <laughs> and it's and it's funny when you you mentioned earlier about what well, we were talking about when someone says about a certain film or something like that and in, and you'd go you'd, I've done that as well you go, oh yeah, yeah no, I thought it was great I thought yeah. it was the best thing I've ever but now I'm a bit older I'm able to sort of go oh, I haven't seen it Was is it any good yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, I tried there's been once or twice where I've been 
actively avoiding the film because it looks like the shittiest thing. And I've gone, oh, no, yeah, I've never meant to catch that. And just yeah. like, do it that way. And you, you know, it's just it's just a nicer way of rather than going, no, nah, it's shit. Because I, I know people that are like that, and it, yeah, it's difficult to be what, around. What we were saying about the sort of at the start of you know coming out sort of po- as a positive. I do think of myself as a positive person. I know my friends think of it for me as as a positive person. Like it's it's um, and my and my wife like if I'm sort of feeling like low. Sometimes you'll be like, I don't know how to like d- deal with you being low because this isn't like the norm. This yeah. is quite few and far between. But I do think a positive attitude, um, and this is probably because uh, maybe sort of, you know privileged upbringing of being you know in a, in, a, in a group of society which is you know it's easy to be positive. Perhaps like just as, yeah. I'm caveating my point with that really. Um, but <laughs> uh, but 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 I think that like if you, if something goes wrong and you go okay that's shit how do I deal with that. As opposed to this is the worst thing to fucking happen to anybody, and then this is going to happen as a result of it. Having a positive attitude, I feel like, is a bit like I'm not going full Jake Humphreys and going manifesting and stuff, but like I think it, it does. It is a bit of a superpower to be able to kind of like look on the bright side of stuff and go, yeah, I can I can fix this, you know. It's really hard to do. It's, it's, it, I think, as we know, this has been talked about on here as well, is like human beings are on the side of negativity anyway because we just... That's how we keep alive and alert and aware of dangers and things like that. But yeah. So you do have to physically... I have to physically say to myself, come on, mate. You know, well, it goes back to what you were saying about what you look like as well. Mm. Like the videos, you've got a bit self-conscious. I'm a bit like that. I have, I do have... I, I'm, I'm sure I've got body dysmorphia when mm. I just... I can't stand looking at myself. I just... I don't see what other people see. I've sure. talked about this on it before. And so doing the videos and doing things, I can't look at it because I'm like, oh, you're just a fat old prick. But enough people say, no, you're a handsome dude. You're this, mm. you're that. And you should have to start listening to them. You go, oh, actually, a lot more people have said that than you're a fat old piece of shit. So yeah. <laughs> maybe there's something in it. And you have to kind of train yourself to think on the more positive side. It's hard. Yeah, th- th- that's, that's interesting. I, 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 it surprised me when you said that uh, human beings are sort of um, negative. Uh, mm. in, in, I completely understand what you're saying in terms of it being a fight or flight thing. And this is how we survive. Yeah, on that level, yeah. Yeah, because um, I think... I, th- I, th- I think I'm. I surround myself. I think with positive people. I think because that's mm. how. I think that's important as well. Your your circle. Like obviously, like we all, we all know people who are a bit kind of like fun sponges or sort of emotional vampires and kind of like you know if if, if there's if there's something going wrong constantly for for, for somebody it, it feels like okay so but how is it? How, how are you solving the problem? I think it's. Mm. Um, I don't. I don't really know what what my point is, but I think that you know. Uh, a, a, a positivity and uh, yeah trying to sort of like yeah try, trying to find positive answers for things I think yeah. is, 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 is important and saying and you know this industry is all saying yes to stuff and just going yes I will do this because who knows what it will lead to in yeah. the future I will do this unpaid thing because <laughs> it sounds like fun and it sounds like you know so something else will happen and yeah I, th- I think trying to sort of take that step forward rather than but, but, but I, I, I think it's the the body issue thing, I think, is again another um, um, it, caused caused by socials, and obviously we're, we're we're watching everybody else and seeing what everybody should look like and, and yeah. this kind of stuff. And um, I feel like I've taken a few steps towards 
that for, for me and like if, if I feel like oh god what, what did you look like today I'll put a, a filter on it and that's fine as well but like it, it t- two years ago I would have gone people people know you're using a filter and they know you're doing it because of <laughs> but because they think you look you look shit it's um we're all we're all just little messed up organisms oh, yeah. aren't we like everyone everyone's got their shit as well I remember like I was thinking about this the other day like I remember I, so I wasn't like um a popular kid in school I wasn't I was like maybe sort of like one of these sort of in between kind of people yeah same but yeah. like I could make people laugh and I had a group of friends and like you know got kicked out of friendship group at one point but I managed to sort of go you know make some other friends and stuff and it was all I remember thinking at school at one point, like even the most popular kid in school has got something they're not happy with. No one, no one's life is perfect. As positive you can be, everyone's got their shit. Everyone's got like something they're, they're not happy with, or a family situation, or something. No yeah. one's life is perfect, and everybody's like versions of perfect or what's important to them is so different to them themselves. Anyway, so it's um, it's uh, you know, I'm not ending this point with hashtag be kind, but it's <laughs> it's um, but it's I think it's important to you know to to. To realise that every, every, everybody's, you know, g- got their own shit, and that, yeah. and, and therefore it's fine if you do, you know. <laughs> exactly. Everyone's dealing with something at some point. Everyone's got shit going on. Everyone's got their thing that bothers them. It's just, and it, well, it's just try being more. Po- I, I've found now that I actually say to myself, "Come on, mate, you, you're doing all right. Things are good. You're going to be okay." You know, let, what? Okay, there's there a problem. I find this as well when people come to me with like, "Oh, I need to do this. I need to do that. And I can't do this. And I can't do that." And oh, this isn't happening, and that's not happening. So I'm able to go, "All right, well, what's the most important bit that you need to deal with now, and how? What can we do yeah. that will that will that will facilitate this moving in the right direction?" and and that seems to work. And I mean, I'm, I'm, I can do that with everybody else. I, try, I struggle with myself. Sure. But I can say to people, right, instead of telling me what, what you can't do, what can we do? Let's mm-hmm. do that. Let's, let's have a look at this. And, and, you know, rather than going, well, we can't do this, well, I'll just throw it all in the bin. Yeah. So I, think, I'm, I, I can do that, yeah. I think those problem-solving skills, I think, are really, like, that's the that Like, I don't go to uh, therapy, but I've been, I've been certainly thinking about doing it um, shortly, I think. But I think oh, just yeah. like to try and sort of like build up problem solving skills and being able to kind of like. So I, I feel like, as, you know, as you say, yeah. If, if it's somebody else, you go, okay. So what do you, um, what do, what do you want? What's the okay? What's the best case scenario to come out of this? What's the worst yeah. case scenario? Do you want? Do you want to just talk about this, or do you want advice, or do you want action? Do you just want to vent? Is that fine? It's like that writing yeah. a letter and putting it in a drawer thing. Um, <laughs> and and I feel like. Um, yeah, problem solving skills and having to, and being able to sort of deal with emotional fallout of stuff, I think, is something that we should be like taught in schools of how yes. to kind of deal with stuff, you know. And and, and um, you know, I'd say that's more important than certain aspects of you know maths and 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 that, and that kind of angle of it. But yeah, I think you know, from chatting to certain other people, like I feel like a lot of my friends and a lot of colleagues sort of talk about you know therapy and, and, and chatting to people and I feel mm. like um, sometimes it's not, like I feel like I've, I've got a very good emotionally um, literate group of friends like male friends who are like mm. we're quite good with our emotions and stuff and we can sort of yeah. usually go, go to each other with certain things and obviously certain issues you kind of want to I, I guess you want to have like a complete wall between what you're going through and people in your life like that which is why therapy is a, is a thing isn't it yeah um, but yeah, it's it's something I think I'm going to try and do. Um, yeah, it will give you those. It's nice to have those skills, even if you 
it's harder to kind of use them on yourself. It's nice to have, like you know, I've, like with my wife and and other people I've been around, and they they kind of look at the thing as the whole, and they're like, I can't deal with this. It's too much. It's overwhelming. Mm. And I'm like, all right, well then let's take a little bit. What's the what's the like I've already said? Like, what's the most important, urgent bit that you need to deal with first? Mm. What's got the short amount of time on it that need, it needs to be done? Oh, this bit. All right, well then let's not worry about the rest of it. Let's just do this bit first. Yeah. And then it might be, yeah, but that need, I need to do this bit, but then that helps that bit. Oh, oh, well then, okay, well then that's part of this bit then. And then it becomes, and then suddenly you're dealing with it a bit at a time. Yeah, I think, I think just right, whole. right, just, yeah, totally, just breaking stuff down, write, writing it all down, I think really helps, like lists yes. really help and things. And I think, um, you know, I've got a little board of stuff I need to be doing. And then, <laughs> yeah. um, and then I've got like, I'll usually go, this is the deadline. I need to do it by this day. This is the deadline for this. I, I work quite well with deadlines and stuff, but I think self, I think doing, if I'm writing on a job, so yesterday I wrote on a show and I, I knew I was going to send it off by six. That was my deadline. Great. But if mm. I've got, I've got s- script ideas, I should be writing, yeah. but I'm not going to do it. No, unless I like, unless I give myself a deadline. So occasionally, if you know, and it's a privilege to be able to have the time to do it, I'll put in my diary, you know, um, ten pages this day, ten pages yeah, this day, yeah, ten yeah. pages, and, and give. And if I, you know, if I don't manage to hit that deadline, I'm a great boss. I'm not going to shout at myself. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it the next day. But um, yeah, yeah. I, I think I work well with self-imposed deadlines. But yeah, breaking stuff down. Like obviously, like, yeah. the world can sometimes feel. And again, you know, I'm talking about it too much, but like socials and stuff, like the, the the world is burning like on our phones constantly, whereas to sort of like disengage from it a bit yeah. and, sort of, and, and to sort of, you know, break everything down. And also be, be grateful yeah. for what you've got as well. Like I know a few friends, you know, have little gratitude journals and stuff and they go like, oh, okay, so th- what goals have you got for this year? But also what did you do last year? What did you do the year before that that you're proud of and stuff? Oh, I did yeah. this gig or I did this telly show. I wrote on this job or made this connection and stuff. And th- sometimes you can look back and go, oh, fucking hell, like, that's really great. And, yeah. and, and, and so many other people in, that would kill for what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, not, absolutely. To not be grateful constantly for that i think is would be mad it is that's exactly that trying to remind yourself what you do have rather than what you don't and hmm. yeah i've got a, i've got a really nice we've got a nice little life we we've got i'm, I'm always i'm busy that's the thing yeah. I, I i talk to other people and and they're going oh you're everywhere and you go oh am i and they go yeah yeah and they go you are every time i see you your your face is here you're going there and you're like, you're like, yeah, I haven't gigged for two weeks. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I need to remember that. That Yeah. Yeah, I'm very privileged to do what I do. And I think it's, um, you know, it, it comes arm in arm with, like, privilege and professionalism. And obviously, like, you're getting booked for stuff because you're great at what you do and people want to be around you. And I think that's also something to sort of feel like, oh, yeah, you know, it's, it's that thing. I don't know who said it first, but as a comic, and I'm sure it works in other professions, but as a comic, you can be two of three things. You've got to be nice punctual and talented and you have to be two of them you can be any two yeah. you can be a you can be a prick but on time and <laughs> smash the gig and you're still going to get booked you can be nice and punctual maybe not the funniest person but you enjoy to be around or yeah. you can be nice talented but you're constantly late and go ah they are nice and talented <laughs> you can be any two you can't I've just been, be one of them i think i've been I've been, I've been, uh, I've been, because I kept, I've, the last couple of, about the last year, I kept fucking my diary up mm. to the point I've had to get someone else in to do it because I sure. kept double booking myself. But that just came down to just bad organisation and and not 
writing the gig straight in the diary as soon as I got it. Like, oh yeah, I can do that. It's in the diary, which I'm really good at now. Whereas mm. I went through a time of like, oh yeah, I can do that. And I just wander off. La, la, la. <laughs> and, then, and then I'd get two emails going, are you right for this weekend in two places yeah. at once? And you're like, oh, you honestly, you piece of shit. And, and, what, and do you think yeah. has, what do you think has changed that, that your ability to do that now and put it in the diary? I think just that, having to say to myself, put that in your diary mm. now, like straight to the diary. As soon as I see it, I go, yeah, I can do it straight yeah. to the diary and it's in yeah. rather than I'll do that later because I'm not going to remember. Sure. I guess that's that, yeah. Yeah, that, that's just an example of the problem solving, isn't it? There was a problem yeah. there where like, you know, for whatever reason, you sort of yeah floated off and did something. Whereas, you know, it's, and I, what I'll do sometimes is I won't, you know, I'll keep it as unread in my, if I, if I see it pop up in my watch, because mm. I'm an Apple Watch wearing prick, and I'll go, oh, that's a gig offer, but I'm not going to reply to it. I'm going to wait and reply and put it in at the same time. It's like, yeah, it's, it's just systems, isn't it? Like, yeah. kind of ways of making your life easier. Yeah. Do you know what's funny? You were just talking about you could be two of three things. Mm. And there's a, I won't say, I don't say that, but there were some, there were some people I was gigging for, and, uh, and you go away, and you, you're away for a, a week or so. And and they and they were you know we'd have dinner with these people and they were going like oh we just keep there's some people that are just difficult to be around mm. and they're a real pain in the ass but they're really good comics and uh, I said what well, so said what we started to do we started to make a list of like who's a pain in the ass and who's like really easy to have and what we do we're putting all the people that are a pain in the ass we'll just bring them out together sure and then yeah, yeah. then we could just deal with it as one rather than having one person upsetting everybody yeah because it's you know different personalities we all oscillate in sure. different ways and you know whatever and then i remember getting a text from someone who was away going oh there's such a pain in the ass yeah. and other people are with. <laughs> nice <laughs> and i went oh that is a shame that's a shame <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's really funny um yeah totally i, th I think yeah, you've, got, you've got to be pretty exceptionally talented to be able to like get away with get away with be, being a knob and also like I, you know mm. it's, it's, I don't think it's the way I'm wired but why would you be a knob to anybody why would you like be a knob to a runner on a TV show just for the sake no. of it like and not, yeah. not, not, not in a way of self-preservation of like that person's going to be running the channel in 20 years but like on a human level like it's the people yeah. who are it's the people who are who aren't polite to hospitality staff or oh man taxi drivers or anything like yeah. that and it's um you know on a human level what the fuck are you doing <laughs> Yeah, you just if you're just just be decent. There's no reason for you not to be decent to everyone. They're not beneath you. Like always, be decent to the. Like, you know, like, when you get to clubs, like say hello to the door staff, say yeah. hello to the staff, and then you don't even. If you're a decent person, that's not even an effort. That's just yeah. a thing. Do you, do you think that's just people how how you know how you're brought up or hardwired or do you, like because obviously some. You know, you know. I, I said earlier about like positivity and being kind of yeah. like, happy and stuff, and and I feel like that's that's maybe lucky that I sort of have that as a as as a wiring in my mm. head. I, I, I don't think it's I, I don't think it is like a, a, a false thing. I think it is just how I've lived my life, and you know. But but again, feel fortunate that that's happened for whatever reason. But yeah, I don't know whether it must be a status thing, right? As you say, kind of like I think it might be people feeling like people are like i've heard stories of people like who you know have purposefully acted out to mm. runners because oh it's that's the done thing this is how you get yeah. to this is how people perceive you to be a star it's because you act like a fucking yeah, superstar yeah, yeah, yeah and um is it worth it 
I don't it's know. Not worth it. Like, all these people, they all talk like be. You got to be nice to the makeup and hair. Yeah. Start people. Be nice. Just be nice to everybody that you come across, because everybody talks and they all do different jobs. They all move around, and you're going to get a reputation if you. St- and then and then it'll get to what they go. We'd rather have this person who's is all right. They don't have what this person has, but mm. they're easier to work with. And, this, and so let's work with this person rather than the one that was kicking off. Yeah, for sure. I mean, out of that, the, 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 the two out of the three things, I mean, like, it's, I, yeah. haven't really, I haven't thought about myself in any way. I was five minutes early to this meeting and... You smashed it, mate. I'm, and I'm quite Thanks a nice so. person, so it must mean I'm a talentless <laughs> fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're both shit at comedy, but <laughs> punctual. Oh, yeah. You say what you want to me. He was on time. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely bloke. Always yeah, on time. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're going to certainly read everything into that now. <laughs> so Such a nice guy. <laughs> so where can we find you? Are you going on tour? Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm yeah. currently mid- midway through the tour. So technically, it's, it's um, uh, I've got one more date of the spring leg, and then so I'm self-producing it, and then I've it's, it's been selling like well, which I'm thrilled about. Um, Excellent. So adding in loads of autumn dates as well. So I've got my, the, the last one of the spring leg is in June um, in Brighton, and then um, adding in, and then it starts up again in September. I'm doing another Edinburgh day another Bristol day another Cardiff day and then like lots of ones all around so my website is robinjmorgan.co.uk or just search Robin Morgan on socials and I'm um, not the 70 year old feminist lady from America (laughs) <laughs> just to clarify just to clarify um, oh, if, the, if the Brian date I might if I'm, if I'm around I'll pop down and see you yeah do it man yeah, it's at the Caroline Carolina Brown oh Street. excellent yeah. that's a great venue it's beautiful man yes I love that place had some lovely gigs in there yeah they've, um, been, really, they've been really good to me there I like them a lot the, Oh, they really are. They're so supportive and amazing. Yeah. They're really, yeah, Cliff and the guys. Yeah. I'm a, I've got a really great place. So, yeah, if you listen to this and you find yourself in t- in Brighton, go to the Carolina Brunswick. There's always some decent gear going on. It's a great place. Yeah. Robin, this has been amazing, mate. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, man. It's been a pleasure. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Where can we find you on the socials? Uh, so, Robin J. Morgan on most things, apart from Twitter, which is Robin J. A. Y. Morgan. There's already a guy okay. called Robin J. Morgan, and he looks like me, and, I, and he gets a lot of followers based off uh, i feel like i feel i, I want to buy it off him but how much would you pay for a twitter account on a platform uh, that's going to crumble soon yeah it's not long it's not long left i would no. i would hold, hold yeah, fast i will but this has been a joy thank you robin really appreciate thanks, it mate and i look forward to seeing you again thanks to everyone for listening we'll see you next time on insane in the membrane insane in the membrane Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. A new year is full of surprises, but one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take care of orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. 
schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Made by DarkHorseDigital.co.uk Shooting, live streaming and podcast production.